from University Athletics. This is the Burnham Up podcast. Burnham Up is brought to you by McDonald's. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And we're back with another episode of the Burnham Up podcast. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria here with you once again. As always, we are brought to you by McDonald's. There wasn't any podcast last week as we were off for Thanksgiving, but we're back. And better than ever here today. And Carmen, hope your Thanksgiving was restful and uh, relaxing and a lot of good food. You know, it was, Philip. Thank you. Uh, uh, same to you as well. Your first Thanksgiving yes. with your new bride. And so hope you guys had a great time as well. Yeah, we didn't travel for the first time uh, since 2016, which was right before my daughter was born. Uh, most of the time we're either traveling up to Indianapolis or back to my hometown in Cleveland, Ohio. So it was kind of nice to just be in town and not travel anywhere. Uh, ate a lot of good food. Uh, you know, ran a turkey trot, you know, 5K there on Thursday morning, which didn't come close to balancing out the calories no, I ate, but I it felt a little bit better about myself. But, yeah, watched a lot of football, spent a lot of time with family, so all the good things that uh, make Thanksgiving such a special time. Yeah, we went to Russellville, Alabama, and my parents actually drove down from Tennessee to Alabama. There so you go. both sets of parents got to celebrate Thanksgiving with her grandparents as well. Nice. So you didn't have to choose. You know, no, that's always it it when you get married, yes. uh, you know, you kind of begin to have to choose, you know, not choose but of course you you spend you know share the the time there yes. at the holidays so well we do have to choose to go to my parents for christmas because i'm playing my cello in my dad's christmas eve service so that one's there you go automatic listen let's not skip past this uh, apart from being a great play-by-play man a wonderful sports information director you are also a celloist correct yes, correct incredible classical musician yes. here you do it all mr i Tan. do i do that, um, uh, playing the cello, I had no choice, and my parents said I had to play an instrument, <laughs> and that's what I played. Well, you have brought a lot of culture to an otherwise very <laughs> uncultured department that I've been running for a number of years. So you think back to some of my other assistants, like uh, you know Michael Colander. We know he doesn't play the cello. Uh, Riley Rogers, she just takes pictures and vacations all the time. So it's nice to have some <laughs> culture. Uh, no, I'm kidding, kind of. But it's nice to have uh, some culture here on the show. Speaking of culture, right. Our guest today, special first, guest. First non-athlete guest. So well, he – well, I mean, Currently athlete. Don't rip him here. No, no, I mean, he not is, that way, not he's that a way, former yeah. athlete, former still athlete. in really good shape here. <laughs> I meant currently If athlete. we're going to call Thomas Azero <laughs> an athlete who has been on the podcast, then we can certainly call Mr. Cody Finch an athlete. I, I, okay, I'll agree with that there for sure. For What's sure. up? What's up? <laughs> Cody Finch in the house. Glad to be here. How's everybody doing? Oh, man, if we were any better, I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> Cody, you are um, – let me get this title right. Okay. You are the Assistant Director for Student Welfare and Counseling here within the Lee Athletic Department. Is that correct? I think it's uh, development. Development. Okay, development. I'm sorry. Student-athlete development. So we're going to get into that here in just a minute, but you are the Assistant Director of Student-Athlete Development, uh, which includes a number of different areas. Um, but this is a relatively new uh, aspect of our athletic department and one that I'm really proud of. I think it's it's something that just takes us to the next level in how we care for our student mm-hmm. athletes and, and why Lee is such a special place to be. So take us behind the curtain a little bit uh, right. to, well, first of all, before you talk about what you do here at Lee, take us behind the curtain to how you ended up here. Uh, real quick, kind of your little backstory for our listeners who may not be that familiar. Okay. Um, quick backstory. I was a student athlete in college as well, played football at a Division three school down in Texas, East Texas Baptist University, and uh, actually 
got married uh, while my wife Lauren was still in school. She played soccer at the same institution. So I actually just stayed while she finished out and got the chance to do admissions and then transition to student development where I got to do athletics. And that was where I fell in love with college athletics and just investing in student athletes at that capacity. So got to do that for two years and then went and got my master's degree in higher education administration with an emphasis in athletics. So got to serve at Virginia Tech um, in that program and was an intern in their athletic department, their student athlete development um, specific office there for two years and loved every second of it. Got to see what it looked like to be at a big D1 and how all that works and their care in developing student athletes, not only on the field or the court, but off as well. And we got to meet some incredible people uh, in that athletic world and then transitioned to Baylor after I graduated and was the coordinator of spirit and tradition. And so I was in charge of all the students' athletic engagement. So tailgates at the football game, the bear put at the basketball game. It was so much fun. Um, And then transitioned, uh, we got surprise pregnant. And so my wife and I had to do some uh, just like, what is our family going to look like? What's our life going to look like? And so um, went to take a job as a college pastor. So still in the college world there, loving on student athletes uh, in Jackson, Tennessee. And um, then after a couple years, came to Cleveland, got the chance to be a college pastor here at First Baptist Cleveland. And then uh, a couple years ago, just transitioned to uh, work on staff with FCA and then got to come on and be a part of the athletic department here at Lee University, just investing in student athletes and taking some of the experiences I got to do at Virginia Tech and at Baylor and other opportunities and just try to bring them here and invest in the student athletes and uh, coaches and staff here for Lee Athletics. Yeah, and you're doing a great job. Cody Finch here Thanks. is the assistant director for uh, student athlete development here at Lee. And and you mentioned it. You, you've had a well-rounded experience in the college world, both from being a Division three athlete to being at Big D1 athletic mm-hmm. programs to being on the ministry side of it in the college pastor role and now kind of allowing those two worlds to collide uh, here at Lee, which is pretty unique. So with that being said, what have you done here in the last couple of years as you as you guys have grown this student athlete development uh, section of the athletic department, which is really just enhanced to really develop a well-rounded student athlete here at Lee? That's a great question. Uh, I want to start off by saying I'm super appreciative of you and Jessica and Larry and your just investment in me and the belief that like, hey, we're going to take these student athletes and yeah. we're going to develop them to be successful on the court, in the field, and then in the classroom, and then in life and faith as well. And so um, I'm super thankful for a team that would just be willing to to take a chance and say, hey, let's do it. Let's start something new that right. hasn't been done here, and let's build something, and let's learn from it, and let's build it better again the next year. And so what we talked about was developing what we've kind of we call now the LEAD program, which stands for Learn, Engage, Aspire, and Develop. And so what we what we did is we offered it to the student-athletes, and we had about 25 that applied, that went through an interview process that said, hey, I want to learn how to be better on the field as a leader, but then off the field as well. And so we're in the process right now, finishing our first semester of taking them through develop, leadership development curriculum. And uh, it has been so much fun getting to see them grow and develop. And we have a three 
uh, kind of a system approach. So if you think about it in terms of a uh, bullseye on an arrow target. So the center is what we're calling self. So we want to learn how to lead ourselves first, mm-hmm. right? Like good leaders can't lead others until they learn how to lead themselves. And That's so good. we've spent the first two months learning about how do we lead ourselves. We just transitioned a couple weeks ago about relational leadership. That's the second one. So how do we lead in relationship to others where it comes through emotional intelligence or conflict resolution? How do we do those things well? How do we understand what motivates others so that we can get them um, to be on the same page as we're trying to all hit the same goal, whether it's in the classroom or on the field or on the court. And then we'll finish this year in uh, March, April, and May with organizational leadership, right? Like how do you cast a vision? Right. How do you share with your purpose? What is your why statement? Some of those type of things. And so we've just taken it and we've tried to build on it throughout the year and it's been really cool to see the students learn and grow, and they've been having some incredible conversations. Honestly, I just sit there and ask questions and let them process, and they're teaching each other, and it's been a really impactful. We do that every Monday night, so Monday nights we're getting together and we're digging into this leadership yeah. idea, and then they're bringing um, back the next Monday how they uh, utilized it in class or with their friends or on their team. And it's, it's been a really cool, I'm just honored to be a part. Honestly, they're taking the lead and, and doing a lot of the work to try to implement the leadership principles we're talking about. Were you surprised with number 25? Were you glad that that many applied this first year? Were you hoping for more or less? What were you, what were you looking for? We were surprised, honestly, like I didn't know how many were going to, you know, apply and, and be a part. So I was hoping for 15 And then once we hit that 25 number, I was just blown away by the amount of students that wanted to be a part. But Philip, what has been really cool is not not only do they want to be a part, but they're like actively engaged. Mm -hmm. So they're like never wanting to miss a Monday night or if they do have to miss because of a practice or they're traveling with a team, they're texting me beforehand and saying, hey, I'm not going to be there. Here's why. And like, can I get the outline that you give or can we meet at a different time so that we can talk through the the leadership topic so that has been super encouraging that they're engaged yeah we're talking with cody finch he of course is the assistant director of student development and the lead program it's been so exciting cody you can just tell i mean the passion that resonates from his voice about this and 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 that shows in in every area of it and certainly to have you know 25 students from various different sports mm. represented on campus uh, just enhancing that well-rounded student athlete right you know we, we have a lot of success and we talk about it and you know let's be honest collegiate athletics right it's about it's about winning and uh, you want to have success in your sport but more than that at Lee we want them to develop and graduate as champions in their sport but also in the classroom in the community as mm. leaders and in their faith Let's talk about that faith aspect. Obviously, cool. it's central to Lee University, a Christ-centered institution, and that's kind of how you got your foot in the door here with FCA, yep. and that, of course, has developed into to something much bigger than that. But let's talk about the faith aspect and how you're able to work with student-athletes and coaches uh, to help them develop in their faith. So that's a great question. One of the things that we've been doing is through the leadership process, we know that the best servant leader that we have as an example is Jesus, right? And so we take some of these 
principles that we see in scripture and we try to translate them into how does this look to be a leader? How do we see Jesus model through asking great questions, right? As we see him in engaging with the disciples or with the people. And so one of the things that we've been able to do is we've been able to take that language and put it into a leadership perspective, knowing that the foundational piece is Jesus. The foundational piece is our faith. And that then allows us to have these conversations. And what I've been talking to the student athletes about that's been really cool is we can have these leadership conversations with people who have faith or who don't have faith. And if somebody that doesn't have a faith, you can engage with them in a leadership conversation. Then you can ask those follow-up questions, which is, well, where do you think the heart behind servant leadership comes from? Where do you believe you can lay down your life for your friend? How does that work for you and get to listen to stories? And hear how people are engaging with each other, whether it's a common understanding of somebody who has a faith in Jesus, and we can really dig into how that looks, or somebody who doesn't, and we get to have maybe an opportunity to share about the hope we have through that conversation. When you look at the whole conversation thing, do you find it harder sometimes for talking with athletes that have a background in Christianity that are real solid, or someone that's maybe new to the faith it's really trying to learn uh i don't know if one is harder or easier i think they're just different um trying to understand a student who's wanting to go a little bit deeper you can have that conversation i usually try to ask a lot of good questions and listen because they're trying to piece out maybe what they think or how they're wanting to believe this one particular idea right And um, if it's somebody who is either new to faith or doesn't have a faith, I think I'm asking them different questions to try to get them to understand maybe what they're trying to seek or where they're trying to go. And so uh, I've been blessed to be able to do this for over a decade now. And so I've had a lot of different conversations, especially from a division one level to a division two faith-based to a division three what, what all that looks like. And so I've learned that no matter where somebody's at in a faith journey, the best opportunity is to listen well, to ask good questions, and then allow the Spirit to lead in either encouraging them where they're at or challenging them to think maybe a different way or to just say, hey, you're, you're on the right track. Just like keep going, maybe check this out or um, listen to this you know, podcast or read the scripture and then allow me just to be the facilitator of what God's doing in and through their heart. Now, are there are there certain teams and coaches that you've naturally been able to kind of gravitate towards more and uh, you yes, know sir. and and connect with them? What are what are some of the teams that you've really been able to to really solidify a, a great connection with? Uh, so the, the the biggest one has been men's basketball uh, with Bubba. Him and I are um, we're working together really closely. I do a character development. Uh, they call it talks with Co- talks with Cody on Tuesdays. Um, and so I get to come in and, and do just character development, um, some biblical theological lessons of just what does integrity look like? What does it look like to have a purposeful vision statement for your life? What is, you know, how do we do a uh, hundred and one, we call it 100% uh, effort with a 1% focus, right? We want to focus on getting better 1% today and give a hundred 
effort towards that. And so that has been a team that I've been working really closely with that has been a ton of fun. Those guys are growing and they're doing well yeah. on the court as well. And so that's been a lot of fun. Um, getting to work, uh, Coach Brew with the baseball team, getting to come out there a couple times and do different devos. He's let me be a part of the team. That's been a huge honor just to continue to develop relationships because they got a lot of guys on that team and um, <laughs> yeah, one of the bigger rosters yeah of course, that's right yeah, so absolutely. i'll come in they're playing ping pong before practice and just getting to know those guys really well um there's a, a baseball player's name's riley and he's also a part of fca and so him and i've got to uh, grow together so that's been a lot of fun uh, the lacrosse girls are another team that uh, last year I got the chance to know really well. This year they had practice at 6 a.m., so I didn't get out there as much. <laughs> but in the spring, um, getting to work with them and just be a part of their practices and encourage them and stuff has been – that's been a ton of fun as well. So, so what's what's next now? Do you keep the same lead team to the next semester or do you have a whole new lead team come in and you start from scratch, or how's that going to work now? That's a good question. We're trying to figure that out right now. Um, uh, two of the girls on lead are actually on the women's basketball team. That's another team that I have been able to yeah. hang out with a lot. And um, and I was talking to them actually recently about the idea of do some of them will graduate out of the program. Uh the lead for this first year, we took primarily sophomores and juniors. And the hope is we're actually partnering with SAC, which is a student athletic advisory committee. And so some of these juniors will go and transition into SAC because we're trying to um, develop that sure. as well, because they're a huge component of being on campus and leaders. And what does it look like for the athletic department as a whole represented? And so some of them will, some of them will stay and they'll help me actually teach some of the uh, program topics for next year. So if we have a sophomore that wants to stay in, the hope that we're planning right now is that that sophomore will stay, they'll be a junior, and they'll help me next year. So they may lead a session, which would give them some leadership opportunities through lead, um, which could be I'm hopeful to be really cool. Yeah. Um, and we're just at that point, you know, building on success, building on relationships, building on the opportunities to teach them how to lead, how to like listen and learn as a sophomore, lead as a junior, and then be a part of SAC and like really lead at a high capacity as a senior. Well, Cody, you're doing a fantastic job, man. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, Cody is, I've got written on my board here, be a coffee bean. I don't know if you've ever read the book by John Gordon, The Coffee Bean, but it, it talks about uh, affecting your environment. You know, mm. when the heat gets turned up, you know, carrots melt, uh, uh, you know, a hard-boiled egg hardens up. Mm. You know, so some people, when the heat gets turned up, they melt. When the heat gets turned up, they get hardened. Uh, when a coffee bean gets heats up, it, it, it sends out this magnificent aroma and changes mm. the environment and and that's you my man uh <laughs> you, i mean you. just that's, when he walks in the office gone. it's like let's go he's a he's a spark but <laughs> more than that sweet. uh you're doing a great job leading our student athletes in in a very vital area as far as leadership development because not only is that impactful for our coaches because good leaders are good players mm. good players are good leaders uh every team that is really successful has a team full of leaders who are selfless and who lead 
by example, but then once you graduate, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just about the four or five years you're here at Lee. Uh, we want to make sure that student athletes are prepared when they graduate, and you're a big part of that. And so we thank you for all that you do. Uh, McKay Mathis, who's our director yeah. of uh, student athlete uh, development and counseling, and then of course Megan Smith, who's an uh, administrative liaison, assistant lacrosse coach, but mm-hmm. also directs and leads our SAC program that you reference. You guys do a great job together. And uh, we appreciate it very much. So thanks for hopping on the Burn'em Up podcast. Let's go. Tell us a little bit about it, and we'll make sure to get you on here soon again, man. Let's go. Uh, but hey, and if you're here, we got a games tonight. That's Basketball right. games tonight. Well, if this you're in Cleveland. When will this air? Probably Wednesday. So. It'll okay, probably air Wednesday. Well, then forget that. <laughs> but. <laughs> but but we'll tell you all about the games. Let's on go. Monday let's night, go. I'm uh, on next week's episode. But uh, no, Cody, we appreciate it, man. You were uh, a great athlete. You are now a great uh, athletic administrator, and we're fortunate to have you on the team. So thanks, thanks man. Carmen, appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back and wrap this one up here in just a moment as we hear from our sponsor, McDonald's. The Burn'em Up Podcast is proudly brought to you by Smith Family McDonald's. Smith Family McDonald's is a proud supporter of Lee University Athletics. They have 10 locations to serve you. Sweetwater, Athens, Etowah, Okoy, and four locations right here in Cleveland on I-75 exit 20, 25, and 27. Madisonville and Utawa locations as well. Smith Family McDonald's. Go Flames! And welcome back. Philip Tang, Carmen Astoria here with you is jumped outside the athlete, current athlete world and take a look at something that's really, I think, going to be huge. Maybe it's huge now, but in about three or four years, it could be massive in the Lee Athletic Department. Yeah, and we really wanted to give our listeners uh, an opportunity to talk with Cody. You know, the his role, obviously, within our athletic department is more of an internal role. You know, he's working with our student athletes. And so while the effects of that will definitely be seen. Uh, sometimes, you know, he, he's doing a lot of his work, you know, just in small groups working with our student athletes. So it's not maybe as public as a coach or, you know, us who appear on camera a lot or different things like that. But, uh, you know, they do a fantastic job. And I think this is such an important and vital role. You know, we talk about the mental health of student athletes and how student athletes have, uh, it, you know, experience a wide array of emotions and different things that they go through in battle. And, and so I'm so thankful that we have people like, you know, McKay Mathis, who oversees mm-hmm. our student development uh, and athletic counseling program, and Cody Finch, who, uh, who works specifically in the leadership role with our student athletes and in, uh, you know, developing them uh, as believers and, and in a, you know, team chaplain type role. And so, yeah, we wanted, we thought it was important for our listeners to be able to kind of get a, get a feel for what Cody does. And uh, he's such a big part of what we're doing here at Lee Athletics, and we're glad to have him. And he, he you heard it. He brings a wealth of experience, um, you know, not just in his leadership role, but he was at Virginia Tech. He was at Baylor. I mean, he was in charge of right. student uh, right. engagement at games. And so, uh, you know, we're going to be working in the next several months uh, right alongside him to hopefully continue to, to build and develop a great fan base for our program. So a really great game environment for our students to come and be a part of and get loud and get excited and just really enjoy themselves when they come out and support our student athletes as well. And so he, he's a big part of what we're trying to do here at Lee Athletics. This past week kind of slow. There was only one game. The Lady Flames unfortunately lost to Trevecca Nazarene. We don't even need put, to talk put, about put that. Put that game. one behind Let's us. Put and that now one behind us. We move forward. We've got three games this week. Yes. In co- all conference play playing host to Montevallo on Monday night. Then on Friday, they go to Alabama Huntsville. You know the Chargers and Flames men's basketball game will be exciting. It's a huge rivalry now. And then on Sunday, they play the Tigers of West Alabama down in Livingston. Yeah, these are these are big games. Obviously, they're conference games. We're getting into it. It's conference play uh, with the exception – 
uh, of uh, just one non-conference state there on December 30th. So it, it's all conference from here on out, and uh, I know our guys are ready. And, uh, you know, it's every game matters. Every game's important. Uh, the Lady Flames are going to want to come out and, you know, put that bad taste out of their mouth from the game against Rebecca. But they got off to a good start, as we talked about last week, on the road trip down in West Florida and Valdosta. Uh, the men split down there, tough – Tough break and tough loss there against Valdosta in a last-second, you know, uh, calls didn't go our way there. But, uh, yeah, this is a big week. It's a yes. rivalry week. Uh, you know, certainly Friday will be fun, but you can't look ahead. You know, Montevallo is going to be a tough test. Um, of course, we're recording this here on Monday. You're probably not listening to it until Wednesday or Thursday, so we'll already know what happens there. But, uh, yeah, three big games this week for our, our men's and women's basketball teams as we get into the heart of conference play. And then the men's and women's cross-country team, as we mentioned last week, or two weeks ago, they won the regional championship. They're now going to fly to Seattle and run for a national championship. Both teams are poised to have a pretty good showing. Yeah, we're excited about that. You'll be boots on the ground there. Philip Tang will be having all the uh, great coverage there from Seattle. So that should be fun for you to uh, experience the Pacific Northwest. Yes. It's Bring your coat. It's a little chilly out there. Yeah. Uh, Philip. we've got some good mild temperatures here right now in southeast Tennessee. But, uh, yeah, we're excited. These have been top ten programs the whole year, uh, both winning the south region. And so I expect a, a very strong showing at Nationals as well. It'll be a different climate, a little different environment that they'll be running in. They'll be running on this this Friday. And so make sure to stay locked in to LeeUFlames.com and at LeeUFlames on social media for all the latest updates. As we mentioned, Philip will be right there covering all the action. So best of luck to our men's and women's cross-country teams. They once again have had another outstanding season. And don't forget, they're in the Pacific time zone. So That's right. Three hours behind us. So when you look at the Lee website, it says 1 p.m. start time. It's not wrong. Right. It's 10 a.m. out in Seattle. It's going to be 1 p.m. here. So yeah, it'll so be a little different. It kind of works out in our favor, right? Normally yeah. you have to kind of get up early to catch what's going on or you'll miss it. So you can definitely, uh, you know, maybe take a late lunch and follow along all the action. You can also watch it. It is a national championship, so it will be live streamed as well, free of charge, uh, thanks to NCA.com. And then, of course, you can follow all the live stats and updates on our social media accounts, as we mentioned. But, yeah, really looking forward to it, excited for our student athletes. You, you never take these for granted. I know we've had tremendous amounts of success, uh, particularly in our in our distance programs uh, under the direction of Caleb Morgan. But you don't ever want to take these moments for granted. It's special to be able to compete at the national championship level. And so best of luck uh, to the men and women. And we'll look forward to uh, recapping it next week on the podcast. Oh, definitely. So as we mentioned Limited options in terms of a fired-up moment. Do you have a fired-up moment from this past weekend? For me, it was just being a chance to relax for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Just take a couple days off of work and just absolutely relax. That's my fired-up moment of the week. Yeah, fired-up moment of the week. Uh, you know, family, friends, food, football. It was yeah. it was a great week. We hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving week, and we hope that you have a great holiday season. You know, this this time of year can kind of get us in a in kind of a hustle and bustle moment, right? But take time to just hey, count your blessings, enjoy the little things, right? It, it's often the little moments in life that make the biggest impact, and uh, we we kind of take those moments for granted. So, yeah, certainly I enjoyed uh, just being with family and friends, watching football. Uh, you know, Saturday didn't go my way, but hey, Sunday, my yeah. Browns won a game on Sunday. I'll take it. That doesn't happen too often, but uh, no, I'm excited to get this week going and get into the heart of men's and women's basketball season, and I know our cross-country teams are going to make us very proud come Friday. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Burnham Up Podcast. As always, our thanks to McDonald's for bringing you this podcast each and every week. For Carmel Astoria, I'm Philip Tang. So long, everybody. Mm-hmm.